Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Cap City Sportscast, an award-winning <laughs> podcast. My name is Kyle Hansen. <laughs> I cover the Monona Grove Silver Eagles, the McFarland Spartans, the Cambridge Blue Jays, and the Deerfield Demons. My name is Peter Limblad. I cover the Wanaki Warriors, DeForest Norskis, Poinette Pumas, and Lodi Blue Devils. And I'm Ryan Gregory with the Sun Prairie Schools, Marshall, and Waterloo. Yeah, if you're watching on the video version, we're all rocking our Sun Prairie Media Center shirts because <laughs> we took home a little bit of hardware last night at the award <laughs> banquet. I should have brought it in. It's in my car. Ooh. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, it was, uh, what, a multimedia? Yeah, best use of multimedia. That's yeah. I mean, it's it's a very very small award, but the Cap City hey, Sportscast appreciates it's an award. any award that we get. So changing our Twitter bio, award winning podcast. It's the first of many. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. It's a start. It's a start. We all rem- we're all going to remember our first award. I can't believe yeah. it took us till episode sixty seven to add the asterisks of award winning. But right, honestly, right. I would I would have put it after episode five. Like it's yep. going to happen eventually. Start should have put it anyways. Hot. Who's going to check? Yeah, I mean, there's honestly, no fact yeah, checkers no gonna, out there. No one's going to call us out. <laughs> which which of our thirty listeners is going to be like, you guys really pulled the wool over my eyes? If you guys would not have won that, if I would have known you didn't get runner up in the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. I would not have listened. No, so that's fun. So, yeah, yeah, uh, shout out to Sun Prairie Media Center. They do a lot for the community of Sun Prairie and also for other stuff around. So great to see that we got that kind of recognition and everyone else. And also, too, it helps, too, that, you know, got a little free pizza, a little free breadsticks, salad bar. I was going bananas on that pizza last night. (laughs) I was doing I went back up like three different times. Did you really? It was shameful. Man. I've been dieting, and so it was just like a, well, it's free pizza. What am I supposed to say no? And so I just kept running it back. And also, if we're chatting about, like, best kinds of pizzas, bowling alley pizza, it's up there. Cutting squares? Mm -hmm. Cutting squares, yeah. Something about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, right. All right, well, we got a fun little episode to get into today because we're going to basically kind of be wrapping up the rest of fall sports. It's crazy to think, but when we look outside, there's still a little bit of snow on the ground, even though it's a seasonally warm end of November day. Uh, Yeah, fall sports officially have wrapped up. You know, last week we talked about the state football championships. We got into a little bit about state cross country. And also, two previous episodes, we talked about teams that went to state for volleyball, uh, soccer, and all that fun stuff so we now we are officially putting the bow on the end of the fall sports season and then we will <laughs> probably be talking winter sports yeah they're coming up for this episode or next episode but i'm excited though for winter sports because mm-hmm. like ryan just motioned if you're watching on video love me some basketball so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited <laughs> for it but first i gotta do the end of wrap up for my cross country teams because last week i started them but just kind of ran out of time <laughs> so i'll kind of touch on monona grove again Uh, Since I got uh, that one time wrong, so I want to correct it for there. So it was MG's first state appearance uh, for the girls' team. They ran seventh overall in Division I. Both coaches were very happy uh, about the performance of the Silver Eagles. Uh, Mackenzie Babcock definitely helped that out. She was second overall in the team race, third overall in the Division I race, so another uh, medal for Babcock, who, uh, again, continues to have a very strong career for the Monona Grove. So Eagles, and then also, too, a uh, pair of freshmen, uh, Allie Hrody and Logan Babcock, uh, Mackenzie Babcock's younger sister. So mm-hmm. it helps, you know, when you have a very talented cross-country runner. And you have another younger sibling in there as well, too. Chances are they're going to be a good runner as well, too. Uh, Hrody uh, got 58th overall. Uh, Babcock, 69th, uh, 42nd team o- uh, in the team race. Hrody, 36th. So they kind of ran same time. Uh, 
Brody was uh, 10 seconds faster with a time of 19.52.3. Babcock, 20.03.4. Uh, and then Junior Allison Spannenberg, 20.45.9 to take 125th overall. Junior Tony Kozik, uh, 21 minutes, 6 seconds, and uh, 0.6 seconds to get 140th. And then Riley Zilke and Elia Rogers, Paris seniors, uh, they end their careers with a 167th finish and 181st finish. Both uh, are one at 21.49.9 and the other at 22.23 flat. So a pair of seniors get to cap off their careers at state, which is great. But then also, too, all of their top five runners return again next year. So future bright for the Silver Eagles girls program. On the boys' side, all the runners from last year went back to state. Uh, the boys got 8th overall in Division Two. Hannah Kirch got 72nd overall in the girls' team race. Uh, Isaac Ewing ran 16 minutes, 27.8 seconds, a 20-second drop from his state appearance last year to take 12th overall, 7th in the boys' team race. Junior Spencer Alf, 16 minutes, 51.2 seconds, 27th overall. Uh, sophomore Henry Pieck uh, with a 55-second drop from his last uh your state time to get 17 minutes 37.6 seconds uh to take 78th overall uh senior brock spiegel 70 17 minutes 41.9 seconds take 83rd freshman blake doolin scored a pr uh 18 minutes 04 seconds take 107th but two spots in front of him to grab that last spot was weston fisher a senior and his last race had a minute and 36 second drop uh from his state time last year to take 105th and then freshman Lucas Grossman, uh, 19 minutes, 04, 1 seconds to take 139th overall. And then uh, for the girls' race, Hannah Kirch, 20 minutes, 51.5 seconds, uh, a drop from last year's state time uh, to take 72nd overall. Uh, and also, to I'll discuss this a little bit in Division... Uh, no, actually, yeah, Martin Kimmel and uh, Emmy Drove. Deerfield and Cambridge were also in Division Two as well, too. I forget McFarland and Deerfield-Cambridge, same... Uh, same division, which is weird. Say, it's a little hard to wrap your head around. Yeah, a little bit. When I, when I went out to Monroe, I was like, oh, Deerfield and Cambridge are in this too. Sweet. <laughs> Get that double dip. Uh, Martin Kimmel, career best, 25th place finish at state. Uh, Four-time state qualifier, went up uh, with the mm. team in 2020. Uh, and then also uh, in 2021, 2022, and 2023, individual qualifiers. Uh, so 30 seconds faster than his last uh, state time. So he took 16 minutes. 48.1 seconds and then sophomore emmy drawback finished fifth overall uh was ninth as a freshman so again another medal for drawback uh 1830 and one second and uh when i talked with the mcfarland team uh just kind of the vibe that i got was just a really really fast meet so you know mm -hmm. when you look at their times compared to last year and i think the uh, division one as well too was a very fast meet as well too where it was like uh, only a certain amount of people had broke like 18 flat, but then a bunch of people did it this year. So it was mm -hmm. like times were good, just a lot of people were faster. But that's what happens when you get to cross country and you go to state. Mm -hmm. There's not a whole lot of slow runners at state. No. So yeah, right. Uh, and I think the conditions were pretty good this year. Yeah, if memory I, I serves. think conditions were not good. rain for the first yeah, time. Yeah, right. Bit. Or snow. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. I was yeah. talking to McF uh, McFarland when I was doing a little preview <clears throat> um, leading into the championship that uh, we're chatting like last year uh they're out in prairie duchene for their sectional and it was so hot you know that they had to deal with those kind of conditions this year is a little bit better on the more cooler side 
Uh, but yeah, just I mean, still overall, it's always fun when they wrap up their seasons at Wisconsin Rapids. Yeah. And so I always look at like that for the individual uh, running, but then also too for state swim. One of the questions I always ask the kids when I chat with them. Well, it's always fun to wrap up at Waukesha yeah. as well, too. So we're going to wrap up their seasons at Waukesha. <laughs> Ryan, I'll start with you because I am absolutely out of breath. So I will let <laughs> you talk about your state swimmers first. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a short conversation for me because uh, both East and West only qualified one relay team each. And in uh, recent seasons, they were sending, you know, at least an individual. But, you know, a, a lot of inspiring youth coming up through the program. But this was kind of um, – down here is not the right word for it because they made it to state, you know. So – um. But um, representing East was their 400 freestyle relay team. Uh, Elena Buddy, Maeve Sullivan, Becca Elliott, and Sam Camp. Uh, they finished 21st of the 24 qualified teams with a time of 3 minutes 41 seconds. And then uh, for Sun Prairie West, uh, their 200 medley relay team made it uh, 200 or 200, 20th of the 24 teams with a time of a minute and 51 seconds. Uh, junior Hattie Hessling on the backstroke. Sophomore Sophie Deers on the breaststroke. Junior Lydia Zenobi on the butterfly and Mackenzie Hastings, a freshman on the freestyle. And um, that does it for me when it comes to swimming. <laughs> and also shout out to them for uh, qualifying in those events because as someone that goes and shoots state swim, if you want to get photos of some kids, the med- send a relay team. The, med- the medley yes. relay and also like the 400 one where yeah. you're able to spread out more. And also to make sure you're on lane one or eight as well yeah. too. If you can do that. Yeah. Well Strategically too. finish at yeah. sectionals yeah. so right. you get an outside lane. Oh, man. When I saw some for, yeah, I think it was some for Both West. of them were in seven. Yeah. And I was mm. like, this is perfect. Yep. Do not. And I mean, yeah. do not qualify in the 50-yard freestyle. Yeah. At lane four, virtually impossible <laughs> <laughs> to get you in the water. But I do think Peyton Flowers, though, for DeForest qualified. Yeah. Uh, not only 50-yard freestyle, 100-yard freestyle. I believe so, yeah. And I'm also finished. was a part of the yeah. relay team. So yep. opportunity to give Peyton her flowers, I yeah, guess. Uh, yeah, she finished uh, seventh in uh, two events, I believe, if memory serves. Um yeah, and then uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have a short report to uh, you know Peyton. Peyton's kind of been leading that DeForest swim team for you know a few years now. Even you know as a freshman, I believe she's a junior yes. this year. So um, so yeah, so a very good soccer player too. Um, but yeah, uh, she did uh, had a very good season in swimming. Um, kind of led that Norski team, like I said, uh, been leader for a few years now. Um, Wanaki, uh sent um, one individual, uh, Emily Schmeiser. I can't remember the event, but I think she finished 20th in her event. And they did send a couple of uh, <laughs> couple of relay teams, too. Um, yeah. it, was, it was an interesting year for Wanaki. They had to deal with some stuff. They, they had a coaching change, I believe, right before the start of the season. So... Um, they handled it well, though. They had a pretty successful season. Um, so, uh, you know, good good for those girls. Schmeiser <laughs> was a 100-yard freestyle. 100-yard freestyle, yeah. Yep. Cal's got the notes. He yeah. does, yeah. So that way when I get there, <laughs> even though I do get that little sheet that they give you with, like, all the kids yeah. and everything, I still always like to just write it down and be like, mm. all right, I have 36 kids I have to shoot. Yeah, so no kidding. You're going to figure this out. <laughs> right. Um, and then also, too, yeah. So also one of the reasons why I like going out there is because I have a – just a boat of kids that go out mm. there between McFarland, Monona Grove, and Jefferson Cambridge. So I'll start with Jefferson Cambridge because uh, they had four seniors that wrapped up uh, their careers uh, in pretty solid fashion. Five podium finishes, uh, three new school records. Uh, so Jordan Davis, new time, 100-yard butterfly, 57.12 uh, seconds, finished third overall. 
and also 100-yard backstroke new uh, state or new team time of 56 seconds 79 or point 79 seconds also finished third um i think uh, also too she had won uh the 100-yard backstroke last year so kind of what i talked about a little bit too with uh state cross country as well too you know you run t- times really solid but then also too you know some kids are just faster um, and then also Zoe Rank, a uh, hundred yard breaststroke, uh, new school record time of one minute five point zero five seconds to also finish third. A lot of third place finishes. Um, and then Rank uh, had one of the closest races of this uh, Division Two. Uh, she got second in the two hundred yard uh, individual medley by three tenths of a second. So cool. I felt really bad when I saw because <laughs> she she was leading I think on the last stretch, uh, but um, I forget the girl's name uh, was able to. Uh, stretch out uh, extra long fingernail or something like that might have got it. Um, but, you know, they still, I mean, a heck of a career there. And then also, um, let's see here, 200-yard uh, IM team of Zoe Rank, Jada Rank, Emma Gehrig, and uh, Jordan Davis took sixth at 1 minute 52.02 seconds. Also, the 200-yard freestyle relay team finished seventh. They missed out on the medal stand, but they had a really solid drop from their sectional time. Uh, so I thought that was kind of neat. Um, so yeah, Zoe and Jordan, four-year state swimmers, so they get to cap off their careers at state. But also to uh, Jada Rank got to be back at state meet after missing last year due to back surgery, and then also to Emma Garrick, uh, her first time at state uh, competing. So it was kind of cool seeing all the different ways for the seniors to go out uh, on their last time. I think Jordan's going to compete in college. Doesn't know where at yet. Uh, Zoe Rank up in the air on it, but I mean that's pretty cool. To wrap up your career at state. McFarland, they scored three season best times. So their 200 yard IM of Caroline Green, Ellie Kunze, uh, Izzy Tobin, and Olivia Tierney took 12th overall at 1 minute 54.46 seconds. Uh, Caroline Green then competed in the 100 yard backstroke at uh, 1 minute 40, 1 minute and 1.49 seconds. It's easy to write down these times. It's a lot harder to pronounce them. <laughs> then also too, uh, Ellie Draper, Izzy Tobin, Green, and Tierney took 11th in the 100 y- in the 400 yard freestyle at three minutes 51.8 seconds. Uh, so those were the three best times. Tierney also took 15th in the 100 yard butterfly at one minute in uh, 1.75 seconds. So seniors are Caroline Green, Ellie Kunze, Izzy Tobin, Ellie Draper. Uh, first uh, state race for Izzy Tobin and Tierney and so I thought it was kind of cool because uh coach Garvey had kind of mentioned you know for the seniors and this also goes Jefferson Cambridge uh you know they came in during COVID so they had to do that whole alternate fall season and everything like that and also too for McFarland I thought it was just kind of interesting because a lot of those girls had to follow in the paths of some really strong collegiate swimmers who are now you know competing in college so they have definitely picked up the slack as well too um and then for Monona Grove they got to break uh, a school record in the 200-yard medley relay. Uh, they had broke it last year, and they didn't think they could break it again. When I was talking to, uh, I believe, yeah, Macy Ganshirt, uh, I was talking to her, and she was like, we didn't realize we broke it because we thought, you know, it was so untouchable. And then when we were coming back, we got informed of it, and so mm-hmm. we were super happy. So it was Macy Ganshirt, Tessa Gordon, Kiara Call, and Kelly Ryan, all a bunch of seniors. So in your last race, you get to break the state or school record. Uh, with a new time, 1 minute, 48.67 seconds to take 12th overall. Uh, Jordan Sarubi PR'd in the 100 and 200-yard freestyles, both taking 12th in both races at 52.64 seconds and 1 minute and 54.21 seconds. Also had season-best times in the 200-yard freestyle relay of Sarubi with Sarubi 
Dan Shirt, Sydney Glenn, and Alyssa sophomore Alyssa Hagen taking eleventh at one minute thirty-four or one minute thirty-nine point one three seconds. And also the four hundred yard freestyle relay team of of Hagen, Audrey Schwenner, Tessa Gordon, Jordan Sarubi took fourteenth at three minutes thirty-six point eighty-seven seconds for a season best time. And also Kelly Ryan took twenty-first in the hundred yard backstroke at fifty-eight point seventy-two seconds. And also, they had some divers go to state as well, too. Diving, one of the sports I do not know anything about, so I just kind of <laughs> wrote down the time for it, or the uh, standings for it. Uh, Carson Nelson, a senior, got 16th overall, and uh, freshman Josetta Rossin got 23rd overall. So, fun day for the Silver Eagles being at state, uh, and definitely a long day as well, too, for them, because, you know, I'm sure they all just got out there at 9.30 for the diving portion and then kind of hung around. And also, too, a little shout-out uh, for the Division II uh, runner or swimmers in the 200-yard uh, medley relay race. Uh, they had a little bit of a delay before the race started because they had some timing issues. So uh, props to all the kids that were, you know, kind of just waiting to go on and kind of probably had some nerves and everything mm -hmm. like that and had to deal with that. So I thought that was kind of neat that they mm -hmm. all still went out and handled things like that well. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to like start some kind of fund in Sun Prairie to get some divers? Because I love covering diving. Really, like, I think it's it's like air water gymnastics. It's right. so hmm. sick, and I love covering gymnastics. But you know, I, I don't think I've had a diver in all my years covering Sun Prairie boys and I, girls. I've been covering sports for over twenty years. I've never covered a diver. Wow. Yeah. Never. I covered it at the Pan American Games. It was one of my favorite wow. things to do. Yeah. No kidding. That's cool. All right. Well, wow. then you got a couple minutes. I, I've, <laughs> I've chatted. What do you like about diving? Or like, what do you look for when you watch diving? I mean, pretty much the ex what, what I said, just like the air gymnastics of it all, like the precision, I think. I mean, I obviously watched it at a super high level when I was covering it back in college, but the the ability to like <laughs> yeah i just jumped off a platform 30 meters in the air and i did eight flips and made a splash smaller than like my laptop oh but, so it's basically you get judged on like flips and rotations and everything yep. like that but then also too you can't have a big splash yeah size of your splash as well as like you know difficulty and your different skills and mm -hmm. things you do oh, that'd be brutal for me because if i was one of those judges it'd be solely <laughs> off cannonball <laughs> and how big of a splash <laughs> So that's all right. Well, that now I know a little bit something about diving. So that's good to know. You, mm -hmm. you always learn something at this job, which is neat. Yeah. You always learn <laughs> about new things. Uh, and then also too. Um, so yeah, that covers state swim and that covers state cross country. Peter, floor is yours. You had a busy, busy uh, early yeah, week, so I'll let was, you kind of talk about all the stuff that happened in your area. So. Yeah, there was a, a, a little behind the scenes stuff. Wednesday is the day that I put together all of my papers, and uh, it just so happened that there was all kinds of breaking news <laughs> on on yeah. Wednesday uh, no for uh, uh, you know my schools. Um, some of it sad, some of it uh, really joyful, good news, um, some of it just kind of interesting news, and you know saying goodbye to to somebody. Uh, the pro maybe the biggest news though was um, the death of uh, Reed Ryan, um, former Wanakee football star. Um, he was uh, some of the details have been a little hazy, but evidently it sounds like he collapsed during a workout 
and I think uh, it was probably cardiac arrest. Um, but he passed away on Tuesday night um, in Duluth, Minnesota. Um, he was a game wrecker as a player for the Wanaki football team. He was part of that 2017 team that won the state title. In fact, uh, in the game, um, he forced a fumble that kind of paved the way for their comeback, um, according to kind of a statement by the Wanaki football program. I didn't cover him that year. I came back to cover Wanaki sports in 2018, his senior year. And he was, like I said, a game wrecker as a defensive end, about 6'3", 240 pounds. Um, had a Jeez. ton of sacks that year, a ton of tackles. So he's like me-sized pretty much in, he, yeah. as a senior in high yeah, school. Yeah, he was, he was just a, a giant. And uh, that year, I mean, he was All-Area Player of the Year by the Wisconsin State Journal. Um, and then he was also named that year the Large School Defensive Player of the Year by the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association. Um, he went on to, to play at uh, North Dakota State. Um, I believe he played. He was there for like four years, and then I believe he transferred to Minnesota Duluth uh, this uh, fall um, and played uh, played some for them. So um, sad to see. Uh, I I didn't know him real well, but boy, he he was something else to watch on the football field. And just from all reports, it sounds like he was a real kind of a gentle giant off the field. But man, on the field, he was he was aggressive. Um, in better news, uh, Mason Lane, the all-everything quarterback for the Lodi Blue Devils, uh, maybe surprised some people, but uh, he committed to playing for uh, Luke Fickle's uh, University of Wisconsin Badgers as a preferred walk-on. As everybody on Twitter loves to say, everybody loves to play for Luke Fickle. That's or right. Everybody wants to. Play <laughs> yeah, everybody wants to, yeah. I, I guess he's going to play as a safety. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he posted a statement uh you know, on, on X is what they call it. I keep wanting to call it Twitter. but uh, You can just call it Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> but he said, yeah, he can't wait to be a Badger. Um, you know, and everybody knows, uh, you know, I've talked about him for two years now on the show. And uh, he played quarterback and safety for the Blue Devils, probably known uh, best uh, for his safety. But he led uh, Lodi to a state championship this fall undefeated 15-0 record. He was a first-team All-State and All-Region quarterback, and he was the Capital Conference Player of the Year. His stats are mind-blowing. Um, yeah. On offense, he accounted for 3,135 yards and 49 touchdowns. <laughs> um, so he completed 114 of 179 passes for almost 2,000 yards and 26 touchdowns. And as a rusher, as a dual threat, he ran for 1,159 yards and 23 touchdowns, averaging 7.7 yards a carry. On, on defense, he had a pick six. Um, he also intercepted four passes, uh, recovered a fumble, and had 32 tackles. Um, so good for Lane, who uh, wrestling f- fans of Lodi Wrestling will be able to watch him this year. Uh, he was a state qualifier last year. Um, and in other news, uh, in DeForest, moving over to DeForest, uh, Kevin Cravat, um, is stepping away as head boys soccer coach. Um, you might remember that uh, Kravacic led the Norskis to their first ever state appearance uh, this fall in the uh, Division II state tournament. Um, they had to <laughs> win a couple of close ones in sectionals, um, including a one and nothing double overtime win over New Richmond. Um, but they won the Badger Large title this year, uh, went 5-0 and in conference play. Uh, they finished 15-2-5 and overall, and Kravacic uh, finishes with a record of 79-29-7. and 
seven. So he really got wow. that program uh, moving in the right direction uh, during his time, and they were a really good team this year. Um, Matt Sharp uh, is officially taking over. Um, he uh, teaches at DeForest and has been an assistant for the past three years. So um, they're hoping to keep some of that continuity going. And uh, then, and uh, kind of maybe the most surprising news, I, I guess I, I didn't really realize what they had in a freshman phenom who's coming up, but the Point at Girls basketball team uh, has a new coach this year, Sam Gerard, and they're off to a 4 0 start. Um, they uh, had a big win over Stratford on Monday, uh, 72 to 51. Um, and Gerard likes uh, how the team is coming together, but they've had a spat of injuries too, so they've really been able to weather that. Um, but they, they are depending on their two bigs, uh, freshmen. Avalon Albright has really come in and kind of set the world on fire. Against Stratford, she had 22 points and 17 rebounds, and then she had a similar game uh, earlier this uh, year. So she's really playing well. Um, but they also hit a lot of threes, so they've been able to kind of open things up in the paint. They went 8 of 14 in that game uh, with Cody Woodward uh, shooting 3 of 5 and uh, J- uh, Grace Kavinsky hitting a couple of two. But they have a couple of point guards, too, in Morgan Small and Emily Walls. So, you know, they've, they've got some depth. They, they lost um, uh, their best player from last year, um, Hadley uh, Waters. Walters. I can't remember. I knew I started but, with yeah, I know. I was <laughs> like, I always get that confused. But uh, but she was a great player. But um, it, it sounds like they've got some real reinforcements uh, coming up through the system. So um, good for uh, uh, new coach Sam Gerard and good for that program. Yeah, that Capital uh, North uh, race is going to be really interesting with uh, Lake Mills returning a bunch of their yeah. starters from that uh, sectional team from last year. And so uh, if Poynet continues their strong pace, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Also, not to put you on the spot, but uh, I know the Forest had uh, a trance or uh, had someone go to Wisconsin to play safety. Do you know if he's still playing there? Uh, oh, linebacker, right? Devin Magley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how he's uh, done. I he had to miss his senior year because I think he had a broken leg. Okay. So I don't know how that's kind of impeded his progress there. Well, that's um, exciting. That could be uh, yeah. when I get back to the office. Are you looking it up right now? Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, yeah. smart move. But also, I'm pumped for uh, Mason to be going to uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Preferred walk-on, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and also, just because when people ask, like, oh, you see uh, that, that kid from Wisconsin? It's like, yeah, he's a pretty solid yeah, athlete. Yeah. Just, you know, we've covered him. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's all easy to get excited about the four and five stars when they go there. But when you get the three-star local guys, it's like, listen, they got a kid. Just... He might, you might see some play time, all right? Yeah, so, yep. excited about that. Ryan, you find anything on it? It still says he's a defensive back at uh, Wisconsin. He's a safety. Oh, defensive. Sweet. I wonder if he's changed position. I thought he played. It, it was before my time when he okay. played, um, and I thought he played linebacker, but I'm not sure. But I, yeah, go, just going back to read Ryan for a second, uh, Coach Pat Rice was interviewed, and he, you know, just to give you a taste of, like, how good he was, he said he was on the Mount Rushmore of Wanakee football players. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so that would be big loss. Yeah. yeah, so uh, definitely uh, condolences to all the fam- uh, to the family members there and our thoughts. On a side note, though, that would be something that we should do a deep dive in one time for like yeah. a summertime episode or Mount Rushmore of uh, – or when we bring on the football coaches again, we could ask yeah. like, you know, like Kamitsky, like uh, Mount Rushmore of some Prairie, some Prairie football players. That, that would be – 
almost impossible. <laughs> he has had <laughs> so many great players come through Sun yeah. Prairie and Sun Prairie East. Give him a little bit of time to. Do you think his own kid makes a list because <laughs> Sun yeah, Prairie right. had that many good that yeah. many good athletes? That would be interesting. <laughs> uh, but also, we've got about two minutes left here, and uh, Ryan kind of gave a good idea uh, when we were chatting around the banquet award table last night that we kind of do something. Uh, uh, mention a team that we're excited about th- for this winter oh. sports season coming up. So yeah, obviously they're un- underway. We're kind of figuring out who's starting to be good. And, you know, yeah, Ryan, who's the team you're excited about? Sun Prairie United Wrestling. Oh, my goodness. Chris Anderson, Sophia Bassino, uh, uh, Parker Olson, uh, Brennan Hoffman, Isaiah Haran, Jackson Johnson. I mean, Cam Sarbacker. I, I I can't even list all of them, but there's so much depth in this team, and it's kind of um, a culmination of the senior class that's been winning and at the varsity level for a long time. Uh you know, team sectional appearance and uh, Big 8 regular season and tournament champions last year brought almost everyone back. I'm expecting huge things from Sun Prairie Wrestling this year. Peter, who are you excited about? Well, uh, I think uh, one of the most interesting teams to watch, I think, is going to be Lodi Wrestling. Um, you know, of course, they've ruled the roost in the <laughs> Capital Conference Wrestling forever. For what? Like what? 29 yeah. straight years? Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, they've got some really good people coming back, but they did lose Zane Licht. The two-time uh, state champion at uh, kind of the middleweights, like 152, I think 160. The whole Capital Conference is going to rule yeah, this year in yeah. wrestling. But I did, I did get a chance to uh, watch uh, uh, Wanakee boys and girls basketball on uh, Tuesday against DeForest. Both those teams look really good. Um, uh, Wanakee boys have has a new coach this year. Um, but they've still got uh, Keaton Frisch, a really smooth 6'7 uh, forward who can play inside, outside. So uh, I'm anxious to see how they fare, too. You want to know what? Uh, I'm actually going to go to the ice on this one. The, Mon- <laughs> the Monona Grove boys hockey team uh, has a lot of seniors on this team uh, and a lot of three-year varsity players uh, that uh, started up in Brian, uh, I believe it's Lake's uh, first year when he was coaching the Silver Eagles. They took their lumps uh, two years ago. Last year they had a lot of progress and also had a playoff win as well too and a high expectations for the silver eagles a lot of buzz around this program but we'll do mm-hmm. a little bit more of a deep dive into some of our teams on next week's episode so for what a co- tease so for my colleagues <laughs> ryan and peter i am callahan seed thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time thank you